Make it right. The manufacturing podcast. Welcome to Make It Right. I'm Janet Eastman. Last week on episode 153, manufacturing executive Lionel Moss shared how he has transformed a number of plants by dissecting the manufacturing company's purpose and aligning that purpose and the individuals to team goals that transform the success of the company. In part two of our conversation, we focus on the power of dialogue. Kevin Snook picks up the conversation. You've kind of got this business vision and then you've got a roadmap like let's say a three-year roadmap to get there you've got to focus on this year and then the priorities for this year but all of the time you're thinking about how do we build the people capability to deliver against that and then you've got down into the very tech the tactical side which is you know we have these boards on the line where people can write up the issues that they've got the managers and the team flow to the work where necessary where they need additional cross-department support to, to get things fixed i think that that whole you you've mapped it out very clearly for people to see the way that the operation runs forward and how dependent it is on those people now where you have I think this year has been a very unique year and there's been a lot of challenges with COVID and other things. And, and you mentioned turnover. And I know that in many of the companies I'm working with, they're seeing higher, higher levels of turnover this year. Um, how do you then make sure that that onboarding process is, is smooth? So not only are we attracting the right talent, but as soon as the right talent gets in through the door, we're able to really get them uh, up to an effective level of, of contribution. Kevin, that's a very good question. So, so we, we in that situation, we've been in that situation for a while now. Um, so it's important to, to take a step back and, 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 um, and, and pace the, the demand such that we can actually deliver. So commitment to the customer and being, you know, honest and open to the customer is important to understand, you know, what capacity we have to, de to, to deliver against. Um, we look at different shifts and we assign, you know, different technologies, certain shifts where we require specific skill. So, and, and hence we ramp up the capability curve pretty fast. But I will say um, the one thing that has helped us ahead of this pandemic has been the fact that we set basic standards for every unit of transformation on the line and within our batching processes. So it's important to, to have those, let's call it work instructions combined with job aids. It's very helpful. So reorganizing some, uh, flowing leadership to work uh, and really flowing some leadership from one line to a different line, kind of mix up the skills some so all these are basic tactics and things to do uh, that, you know, I'm sure there are many other ideas out there what folk are doing today, but this is what we're doing. Um, I can assure you, I've seen that our third shift is not the favorite, the favorite anymore during this time, which one can imagine. And hence we just reorganize which lines we run when. We've also leveraged a lot of temporary employees, which is helpful. And even the standard work of, of tasks becomes really important. Uh, much more time of leadership present, presence on the floor. Uh, and then we've also implemented uh, sort of uh, an, an array of audits, uh, basic audits, which is not just, you know, a checklist, but it's enabling the organization to, to have things in place to feel comfortable. 
you know, we've had, I can assure you on some units, we've got the segregation by like these welding clear curtains, just to make people feel good about it. We've gone into a mode as a business to take 15 minutes start and end of every shift and just invest in sanitization and people feel comfortable. So a lot of practices in, in view of retention and we have good results and, and no issue with, with people lost for that matter. And we've been really fortunate, I must say. Um, but yeah, that, that's that, great. I know, I, I know that it has been a challenge, but I like the fact that you're, you're also looking at how can we maybe simplify or, um, or rearrange the work processes to make things a little bit more simple so that people can uh, pick it up a little bit faster. And that idea around, you know, ideally we all want everybody to know what to do and to do the right things at the right time. But there are times when I think it's, it's a little bit more stressed that we have to allow people, I basically give them permission to take the line down to do certain things, to, to make sure that we maintain that stability of run. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, Kevin, the other thing is uh, we are, it's important that we deliver results by shift, by day, by week. But I can tell you, I wouldn't say we, we took the pressure off deliverables in that manner, but you know, it's, we understand that there's, there was some reduction in, in throughput. Uh, we expect that. And, and I think it's important not to put that pressure from the get-go. It's not all about, give me the number. It's, we want a sustainable number with, that's consistent. And, and you know, we want that individual to, to, to remain with the business and, and hopefully make a career out of it. And one day have a really good story to tell at work and at home, you know, so. I'm, cu <laughs> I'm curious, Lionel, you, you've <laughs> used this word deliberate so many times in this conversation. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a really great word to think about in manufacturing, well, in, in all of our lives, you have a deliberate purpose. And I liked what you've said where you, you set that goal, that three-year goal that's out there. And then you tell people, this is where we're going. Because I have, you know, just like from crazy TV shows and whatever, you know, you have that idea about manufacturing where people are just doing the same thing over and over again. And it's just like, there's, it's, there's nothing else. There's nothing to, to go for, right? But yeah. what you've said now, you're deliberately working towards goals and everybody knows that that goal is there. So every day they come to work, they climb that little step and they are making an advancement every single day of their career. And I think that's hugely powerful to a worker. How have you seen your employees embrace that process? Mm -hmm. It's always been very, very well received, I must say. Um, it, it takes somewhat longer in some operations. If I think of, you know, my past three role or, or positions I've had, um, anywhere between nine and two years, up to two years, I've seen the change. So as long as two years, one would say, why that long? But it just is what it is. It, it's the mix of the organization, the makeup, the the walks of life the ending the complexity uh, you know what brought that business there at the rate at which he did so so you know there's there, there's so much change that every business uniquely deals with currently one one have to understand that um not to feel you know it's not necessarily obstacles or resistance people just 
need to understand and need help to understand mm-hmm. um, to get there. So I see it, you know, there's, 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 there are folks that instantaneously just want to do something different immediately. And there are others in the organization that's, yeah, you know, it's tried this before and heard that before somewhat. Uh, that's why it's so, so important to, to main in touch organization. Um, and, and as I walk, for example, the business I'm in now, uh, phenomenal business, growing at double digit rates. I mean, we're building another plan just from here and it's really going well and it is just exciting and, and we're giving, providing so much employment. Uh, so everyone wins. But one example here is um, coming in, as looking at that one single value stream that has a significant return on investment, significant, a really good margin is taking some of these, package some of these capabilities, spending time out there, uh, actually joining up with the teams, uh, demonstrating uh, that it actually can transform the results and people would be in a completely different place. I mean, I have one of the, the, the line leader there, for example, on this one value stream has been with the business from the start. So, and, and not too far from retirement, honestly. And, 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 and here goes the best results, breakthrough results in no time, uh, consistent. It's not gonna be sustained because we did, we piecemeal specifics to demonstrate the building blocks of what's possible. And I mean, the buy-in is, 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 is almost instantaneous at that moment on, onwards. Now, what I see everywhere, and, and Kevin may see this too, for some reason, we put so much energy and effort behind it. And then for some reason, the results plateau some because now you have a larger audience and a larger organization, people are excited. You get a lot of buy-in. Um, there's different you know, uh, uh, energy behind execution at that moment in time. So you plateau some, but ultimately it, it, it reverts, it picks up the trend again. And then honestly, um, it can go it can grow double digit from there going forward, uh, holding that strategic approach um, and daily that makes sense. That transforms not just, you know, the product through innovation, the process technology through investment, but the time investment in people and making sure it's a win-win. And and that's what what I've seen here in view of people accepting that change and that thing to, to get on, on on with it. I mean, just doing a leadership training um, some months ago, I've had leaders circle back to me and say to me, you know, simple situational leadership training, um, that was so impactful. I, I, I got to express myself to my peer and we had some breakout sessions and it was so impactful to my personal life and in business, just thank you. And, I, and, and honestly, I'm, I just want to do so much more. I just, you know, that was just a, a start of, of getting leaders ready, how to lead the chains going forward, how to be there for the organization day in, day out. And, and what does it take? And they have to find themselves where they are at. Um, you'll be amazed how many people I interview and people I meet and talk to and they, 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 they're trying to go down a career path and ultimately, you know, I can figure and understand clearly the individual needs to be 
possibly in some, some technical path or possibly in this direction, or they're trying to find where they contribute the most. And sometimes that, that dialogue and clarification, when we get that granular and open and honest and specific to, to a, a, a candidate as to what we do and what, what it's all about, it's amazing what, what results we can get once they, they fill a position where they feel they can be successful. And, and they know they can be successful. They're confident and they're excited about it. Um, not everyone we've interviewed for a role end up in exactly that role, for, which is fortunate we have so many roles with this new plant we're building. It's, it's possible to, uh, uh, and it's amazing. There's always a move movement. And I, I love job rotation. I think it, it's, it's, it's an enabler for this specific situation where, you know, folk are, are in one role and, you know, they don't see how they can enhance themselves or improve themselves. Mm. And they may not, they may have different strengths to bring to the, to the table that may not be all. great when you see that the impact that getting better results has on somebody. You just mentioned that, you know, they can, they can accelerate the results and now they, they can't do enough. They, they want to be able to continue yeah. contributing. And that's because there is, they can see the direct result of what they're doing every day on the, the impact that it's having on the business. And I think that connection back to the real business purpose is critical. It is. And, and reinforcing that, you know, we've had all employee meetings uh, up until, you know, before the pandemic, and I cannot wait to get back and it'll be soon enough. We'll start sharing those messages and linkage to the organization. It is so, so important. Um, now with managers and extended leadership team connecting all the time like this is is important. And honestly, Kevin, if you can if you gauge the organization, like we're going to another level of setting objectives, meaning we're getting a little bit into gifts and gets. You may recall some of that, but uh, having a dialogue as to what should happen between functions. Um, there's just so much so much dialogue to have, and even one other best practice that that I started which was very helpful to get leaders there pretty fast was just you know take the, the directors or the leaders of every function into a in a room and talk about what we would like to see more to do to be more effective just as collectively and and, and you'd be amazed of the feedback open feedback and discussion that within minutes evolve within that forum where there's feedback and sometimes I'm thinking, okay, this discussion is going to be probably going to get hot in here, maybe, who knows. But it's very, very respectful and very uh, um, collaborative because they understand this one goal now and, and we've got to figure things out. But that that dialogue, that sort of, you know, those few minutes uh, carry so much weight in view of helping functional leaders to build relationship, to actually ensure you don't have the silo forming um over time you know when you actually when when you actually open up a, a dialogue that way lionel you actually open up an idea factory don't you like all of a sudden you have all of these people who have all of these ideas and you have no idea what one of those ideas can possibly do for your business until given the opportunity to have those people make those contributions. Exactly. And they catify their, their roles themselves. You know, it's, uh, uh, I've seen the engineering director talk to a supply chain director and uh, on capacity and 
there's a miss and ultimately the learning is there's something lacking in our system uh, that would help them both guide them to actually you know come to a really good uh, outcome or decision as to what the work should look like whereas if ahead of that you would have the one function believing something should be different from another another function or department and that opens that dialogue and then suddenly to your point ideas are created and and and, and flowing mm -hmm. and so you know it's it's always positive but most important for me i see the work relationship development you know there's this task and relation thing ongoing and sometimes we are so high task because of pressure and 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 expectations which we should actually translate into meaningful work uh, for people and um you know once they have the right connection peer to peer that they can actually talk about what should work different for better results it it goes well it goes a lot better i'll put it that way <laughs> yeah. so i just want to be mindful of your time kevin do you have any more questions for lionel well, one thing that, that stood out to me, you talked about the, the results accelerating and then plateauing a little bit. And I've, I've seen that a lot. And to me, it reminds me of it's like the kitchen drawer analogy. You know, you, you realize that your kitchen drawer is full of a load of crap and, and you, need to, you need to get it cleared out. And so you have this one day where you're clearing everything out. You're trying to figure out exactly what's supposed to be in there and what's not supposed to be in there. And you just get one of everything. And and you, you've used up so much energy getting it right that then you're so relieved that you step back and then two weeks later, it's just got everything thrown back in there again, right? I think the part that people miss out on, and that's why we plateau, is that we don't put the maintenance standards in place. We, we don't maintain what we've got because we've, we've spent all our energy already. And that, that glamorous part of improving is yeah. there but the maintaining part gets forgotten. I think that's so critical. And in, in some of the systems, we, we, we need to make sure that there's the, the same level of energy to maintain where we've got it. And it's okay if it plateaus, but we don't want it to drop off again. Uh, and then after a period of time when we've rolled out to other lines or other areas of the factory, then we can pick it back up. Kevin, that's right on. Perfect, perfectly well put. And, and then... That is where the reward recognition system should support that mm -hmm. energy to sustain it and, 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 you know, having that same level of commitment to make sure it, 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 it is so obvious to me that I've seen it everywhere and work with it that when I started my, this role, my current role, I actually announced within the first, it wasn't within the first six months, must have been already, that I actually announced this happens. Let's try it. And I circled it. This should not happen, you know, and it's 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 inevitable so um it just says that there's some work to be done to still engineer so maybe the capability ahead of time wasn't quite there to sustain it but to your point that's the capability we need uh folk who can actually you know hold it up through that sort of cycling time yeah <laughs> no, very well put so lionel usually we ask our guests to offer us a couple of key takeaways um before we end our conversation so do you have a couple of things that you would like to share with uh manufacturing leaders you know i, I would just say um continue to identify the right capability for for the right results uh, for your true business purpose um you know if we get this right uh um and it's a win for the organization as well 
um, that our results or your results will be sustainable. Um, really that simple. Okay, Lionel, I really enjoyed talking to you, Kevin. I'm sure yeah. you did too. We really appreciate having you on the show, Lionel. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, it, Kevin. It, Thanks, Janet. It's our pleasure. That is Lionel Moss. He's a manufacturing executive and he is based in the U.S. That's our show this week. You can check out our Twitter and LinkedIn feeds that are on our podcast page. Subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. And um, if you're looking way for ways to transform your manufacturing business, listen and re-listen to this particular podcast and check out Make It Right, Five Steps to Align Your Manufacturing Business from the front line to the bottom line. That's Kevin's book. I'm Janet Eastman. Thanks very much for listening to Make It Right.